Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When the Pharisees heard that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together, and one of them, a scholar of the law, tested him by asking, Teacher, which commandment in the law is the greatest? He said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the greatest and the first commandment. The second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. The whole law and the prophets depend on these two commandments. The Gospel of the Lord. I just wanted to read a tiny brief little spot just from the second reading from the Office of Readings today about St. Bernard of Clairvaux. St. Bernard was just, you know, certainly one of those amazing examples in the church. He's, he's definitely one of like the giants of the saints in a lot of ways. And, you know, he really shares a lot of the same characteristics as somebody like St. John Vianney, where, uh, you know, despite him kind of wanting to live a quiet life in a monastery, uh, you know, he just, he had a lot of wisdom, and he had a lot of practical wisdom, and he was a holy person, and so there was many people just attracted to his spirituality, and so it, even in spite of him wanting to get rest and kind of be by himself, you know, he just never was allowed to have that, because many people asked things of him. Many people wanted him to be bishops in their areas, and abbots of their monasteries, and different things like that, and, and, and many of the people in his family actually also entered this monastery or entered religious life. And so he truly was such a, a huge example to the people in that day. And, you know, sometimes when I think of these saints, you know, you realize, too, how charismatic they must have been um, because, because they really, so many people liked being around them that there must have been something about them that's hard to get just from, like, a text, right? But we think about some of the people like that that we know that were just attracted to them, attracted to their, their story, their holiness. And, and I think St. Bernard is one of those people. But this is one thing he just says in this first paragraph of, um, of uh, this is a sermon of his one time, a, a homily of his. It says, love is sufficient of itself. It gives pleasure by itself and because of itself. It is its own merit, its own reward. Love looks for no cause outside itself no effect beyond itself. Its profit lies in its practice. I love because I love. I love that I may love. Love is a great thing, so as long as it continuously returns to its fountainhead, flows back to its source, always drawing from there the water which constantly replenishes it. Of all the movements, sensations, and feelings of the soul, love is the only one in which the, cre the creature can respond to the creator and make some sort of similar return, however unequal though it may be. For when God loves, all, the desire, all he desires is to be loved in return. The sole purpose of his love is to be loved in the knowledge that those who love him are made happy by their love of him. You know, it's an amazing description. Again, you know, it says God loves us, you know, for his own so, you know, we love God for his own sake, and again, and he creates us as, as the object of his love. And so when we think about the Trinity, that's also the nature of the Trinity, is that the reason that we have a Trinitarian God instead of just 
this God that's just one entity or one being or one aspect is because it, it, you need two people to love. You know, you need to have a lover and a beloved. And then and the love itself is the Holy Spirit. So the Father loves the Son, the Son loves the Father. And then the Holy Spirit is that, is that love essentially between them. It's a, very, it's, it's a completely unique thing in all of religion and in, and in all of the world. But it's the very nature of God itself that St. Bernard is trying to describe is that the only thing that we could even do as human beings as it relates to God is to actually return the love that he gives to us. And it's super unequal, right? You know, like our love returned to him is tiny compared to his, to his love for us. But it's the closest thing that we can actually do um, to, to be near him, to be like him, to be kind of in his, in his image. Um, and then that's really why when, you, when Jesus is questioned, he describes the origin of the commandments in love for one another is founded on that very concept, that very idea of loving God above everything else, and then in being able to do that for each other, uh, that same love that we have for God, to bestow that same love for one another. That's a harder thing. <laughs> you know, it's a far harder thing. And one of the things that we remember is sometimes out in the world, there's often a confusion made um, between, you know, what judgment means. You know, of course, we say in like general terms that we shall not judge. Um, and, you know, that's true of somebody's soul, the state of their soul, the state that their soul is in. It's just like, however, those of you that are parents know, you can judge somebody's actions. However, that can be an unbelievably slippery slope. If we constantly are judging the action, the slippery slope often leads to how we think about the person. So I, I, would, I would ask you to think about it like this. I don't know pick somebody. It could be a family member. It could be somebody out there in politics. It can be whoever, whoever you think of that maybe agitates you to a great degree that might be difficult to love. When you think about that, there might be actions that they're taking that you dislike greatly, and they might be completely against God, and it's a justifiable thing to, to judge those actions as, as morally wrong or morally evil. But when you kneel down and you pray, can you pray for them like you would pray for one of your own children because that's the way that God sees them. You know, he sees them as beloved sons and daughters. But if our judgment of their actions has led so much into some sort of vitriol or hatred for the individual, then we start slipping into judging their soul, their, their person, their beloved sonship or daughtership of Christ. That's where it becomes dangerous for us. And, and again, the call that Christ gives us is also to pray for our enemies. And so when we kneel down, when we pray for these people, especially those that we disagree with, can we love them the, the way that God does? Certainly we cannot, but we can continue to strive to do that, and we can perfect our love for those that especially agitate us and are difficult to love sometimes. That, that's really what God calls us to do. And I think when we think of the loyalty of God, this reading from, from the book of Ruth is one of my absolute favorites because of this very phrase right here. For wherever you go, I will go. Wherever you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people, and your God, my God. There's an unbelievable sense of loyalty and steadfastness in this exchange between Naomi and Ruth. And every time I hear this read, every time I hear that phrase, it's like, that's how God is 
for us. He's just like, wherever you go, I will go. You know, it's just like we're, we're in this whole thing together. And you see a lot of sacrifice being made um, to, to do that, for that oneness to occur right there. And, you know, and that's the thing. So we, we really are called to love, but we're also called to have right moral action in our life. And sometimes people don't do that. But we don't want that to lead us into the sin to where they're judging their actions turns into judging the, the person. We have to pray for them with the same type of love that God loves us. Um, a huge high call, the highest call, literally the highest order um, we can be called to. But I think we're capable of doing it, but it has to be practiced. So we have to constantly purify our intentions in the way that we pray for each other and pray for other people. God bless you all.